Good afternoon. Welcome to The Truth is Out There, Voice of the People. My name is Joe Goldner. I am the corruption fighter. I am the next sheriff here in Broward County. There's a lot of things that went on this morning. We'll get into it a little later. But for those who don't know me, who is Joe Goldner? Joe Goldner is someone who, who's out there. It's been years and years and years in the making. Literally, what, what I mean by that is that a lot of things going on. I was the black sheep of the family. I was always in trouble. The funny thing is, is that I had every alphabet in my, in my home going after me. The FBI, the fire department, the NYPD, uh, the FCC, as because my radio station, uh, that, that legal radio station that Mitch and I had, uh, was interfering with planes all the way in Newark, and I lived in Regal Park, Queens. We went out there. We actually had a phone request before there was phone requests, and, and we're playing music and stuff. It's really interesting. But my father, uh, he had a very good friend name is Special Agent DeFore. Uh, he's from the FBI. See, in Regal Park, we had an FBI building not that far on Queens Boulevard. And my father and him got very close. And my father apparently said, what am I going to do with my son? He's always in trouble. Everything's going on. And so Special Agent DeFore said, let me talk to him. And next thing you know, he changed my life around. We did the block watches, uh, the neighbor watch, these days it's called. Uh, he got me into, uh, at 1670, got me into what we call the Jump Street program. I was one of the originals there. Uh, I had a badge at 16, 17, literally. Um, I had to keep quiet because it's the Vietnam days and uh, I was in the middle of the protests and stuff like that. And uh, I had my, they knew who I was. So I, when they were bashing people's heads, they get me. I wasn't involved, but I had a lot of things going on. Um, we got into that, and um, so we did a lot of stuff like that. Uh, Military-wise, I got in. They wanted me to Secret Service. I didn't. I didn't do it. That was a mistake. I should have done that. But um, you know, I did what I had to do. Um, ended up involved with the NYPD. Uh, got involved with that uh, first. Accelerates then regular police uh, investigator work with uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Paul C. Matthews in New York. Um, did a lot on both ends. I knew, I knew uh, a lot of people, Dan, Darren Aquino's relatives, I knew about him. Uh, and then we worked together in Brooklyn and also in Queens. Um, we did uh, many other stuff like that. What's funny is that all these people I knew back in the day is now active today with me and helping others. I am a person over the years, if you got to know me, is that I have a very big heart. I fall for people. I love people in a lot of ways. And I get into trouble because of that. And people do take advantage of it. But I learn. And the thing is, over the years, I've seen a lot of bodies through a lot of things. I even got shot, but I never fired the gun in line of duty, but I got shot at 
but that's okay. Uh, I've done, uh, I did undercover work, uh, so I ran the supermarket in Woodside, Queens. I built the uh, Skimmerary Merchants Association, worked closely with the late Geraldine Ferrara and Thomas Manton and Father Castellan Outreach Program. Uh, we did Father's Rights Programs, Father's Rights Metro. Uh, we were involved in help, uh, fighting for joint custody in two-parent households. When after back then, Planned Parenthood, even back then, uh, Right to Life. Um, we did a lot of good things. I got to know I was part of the Curtis Lewa and his Guardian Angels. I know uh, uh, the um, lawyers uh, that they're working with. Uh, there's a lot. I even knew Epley Bailey. So there's a lot of different things over the years. Some good. I'm bad, got myself into a location scout for Law and Order, got to know Dick Wolf, got to know the ritual stars, the ritual cast of Law and Order, among others. Um, got to know a lot of different things. Um, roommates with actors and actresses of over the years, Arlene Roman and a friend uh, that I was with, Elizabeth Pena. Uh, every time Elizabeth Painter came to New York, that's uh, Arlene's best friend, I was the escort. Uh, so I know her, I knew her because she's no longer alive. Uh, I've been to AA meetings uh, for others. Uh, I, my father passed away from uh, basically as an alcoholic and, and a nicotine drug addict basically because Nicotine is a drug uh, for cheap smoking stuff. Well, funny thing about him is that when he passed away, every single restaurant and bar closed down. We have food for more than a month. Uh, and a lot of the FBI in that area also closed down and helped around. You know, as a kid, I was inside a helicopter, an FBI helicopter looking over an airplane crash. This is interesting stuff and things of that nature. But I have to experience, and that's who I am. And down here in South Florida, I went from I went from finances to skip tracing to bounty hunting to law enforcement to rekindle my police activities to work with various agencies, the FBI, the EA, uh, all probably addiction and other sorts to save not just one particular life, but many, to the point where Melania Trump asked me to be the addiction czar down here in South Florida, and I worked with that to help save lives, which actually led to working with people with autism, which led to homelessness and other things. Because in the way, they're all connected. And that's who I am. I'm a community activist. I'm a Tea Party organist. I'm a, a fellow, uh, fellow contractor for law enforcement of all agencies. The, the whole two alphabet, my Hamlet, everybody knows Serenity. I did all that stuff. And that was when I ran for sheriff last year. All that got exposed in some form based on that. And the Sun Sentinel and the Miami Herald both called me the investigate slash bounty hunter because of my efforts to clean up Broward County and elsewhere and to save lives. 
I actually seen since 2004 to now over 14 personally, 14 people I knew personally that OD because of drugs, whether it's opioids or crack or cocaine or anything in between, fentanyl, lace, cocaine. We had a client in the financial field who lost his son and his son's partner due to crack cocaine and to uh, cocaine that was laced with fentanyl, um, sold out of cloud nine. And uh, and we know who the dealers were. And actually that dealer is now working with us in turning state, state's evidence and uh, point out the, the information and which led to other information. And that also led to, or recently led to the bodies that Ernest E. Marie Davidson, AKA Spanky, killed. We got it all. Walls have eyes, walls have ears. If you're wearing a monitor and, you're wear, and, you, and you have a cell phone, we know exactly where you are and what you're doing at all times. Not alone the sky, the eye in the sky. And don't forget, everyone has cameras. You know, ADT, one other thing. So once you go drive along the street, not only do you have the street cameras, but you got the cameras of each individual home and our businesses. So we know where everything is and how it is. If you think you're free, you're not when it comes to that. But then again, it protects. That was the commercial. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back again. And uh, just a little bit of me. Uh, I am a person that will give second and third and fourth chances to people, especially when it's time to make a move. I'll give every opportunity for that person to try and help themselves before we have to do things. And last night, I gave Jennifer that move, the last chance. When we told her, without naming the person, but she knew right away what I was speaking about, and I said that she's a she's a serial killer and a big time drug addict, and she's using your special needs and your addiction as a way to control you as her slave, and if you don't get help soon, you will die. And she calls said, "This girl, this woman is a wonderful woman," and, and everything I said is not true. Uh, we have everything on tape. We have witnesses, we have the bodies, we have it all. So as soon as she said that, at five o'clock in the morning, I went and signed off on the warrants to arrest her and everyone else. And she's gonna be institutionalized. And then the, the psychologists and the courts all kind of agreement. And hopefully within the next day or two, if it's not picked up yet, she will get picked up put into a mental, into a rehab center. It's not really a mental institution, it's a rehab center who handles people who have addiction, but also people who've been physically, mentally abused since they were kids. And they, what they do is to get them to see who they really are and get them healthy and go from there. It's deprogramming them because they've been so indoctrinated and recruited because of the addiction and because of the physical and mental and psychological beatdowns that she was getting by her father, 
her family, the community, and then from Michelle, and then uh, which admitted it in turn states evidence, and, and actually said this, and we have it on videotape and everything else. And also, uh, Sal, uh, also the late Sal, he admitted it, and there's a bunch of other stuff coming from New Jersey, Newark. But we also have the evidence here that led to Ernestine Marie Davidson, a.k.a. Spanky. And we know what's going to be. So she's going to get saved. Her life eventually will be saved. She will have a new life. She will fulfill her passions and dreams. She will not return to South Florida. She'll be put on a disclosed location after she gets done getting the help she needs. It could take three, four, five years or more because the damage is severe. But in the end, she will have a life. Spanky, we expect her to resist. We don't expect her to live too much longer. And because if we don't get her, the drug lords will because they know that the jig is up and the heat is on. So, and it's because of her and, and her relationship with Jennifer that's going to be the end of her and her gang. And so be it. Anyway, those are the two things that we're talking about. I gave her as many chances as I can. I love the girl. I gave her more than I supposed to. I gave her a heads up. It didn't work. I had no choice. That's it. I can't. Uh, as sheriff, I cannot show favoritism. I did beyond, above and beyond what I supposed to because I want to save lives, but she left me no choice. So I had to do what I had to do. Now for another break. Okay, we're back. Um, this morning, uh, the school board, school board ha- uh, was in session. Uh, there was a rally headed by uh, Broward, um Florida first, Broward first, by Gabe Guerrero, and there were about 40 parents and, and students there in and, and support of no more masks. Why would they have a mask on? Why do you want to leave these kids have a mask? There was a, a student that was doing exercise and doing her sport out in Oregon that was that they had, she was forced to wear a mask doing her sport thing and she collapsed and almost died. This, this has got to stop. You are literally killing the kids. There is no reason for a mask, period. Doesn't matter. There is no, there's an overkill, number one. Number two, are we sheep? This is about control, not about saving lives. This has to end. The school year ends in three weeks. The school board meets again and a later date determine what's going to happen in August when the new school year begins. We want no more masks. We want no more social distancing. We'll be out there making sure that will happen. Even if we have to uh, to fire all the school board or uh, when I'm sheriff or something happens and it's because of masks, I will make sure that this doesn't happen again. I will have to arrest the, the school board. I will I call, I arrest them for, uh, for damages. Let's see what we can do about that. Because my job is to protect lives, and school board, if they don't, protect, if they don't start protecting the lives of their children, they may be criminally liable for the damages caused. Next, we're doing Israel update. Uh, I got con- Israel still under attack. Thousands of rockets are still being fought in. Uh, Israeli uh, uh, military, the IDF, is still going after. Hamas and the infrastructure, as well as the intelligence and stuff. 
but my and we and Israel does have the right to defend themselves. Jen Psaki, that's the uh, press secretary for Biden, or what we call the communist Biden. Um, she said that the Abraham Accord, the five treaties, uh, was vacated, so to speak. She ended it, killed it, whatever you want to call it. Um, under Trump, when he had all these peace treaties and stuff, there was no war, no fighting, nothing. Biden comes to the office. Actually, he did a coup and stolen the election and got in office that way, soon to be removed, hopefully. Um, Jen Psaki saying that the Biden restraining is ending all of uh, Trump's peace treaties. We're now at war uh, in the Middle East by because of that, except that uh, Biden screwed up again because guess what? They're honoring the Abraham Peace Accord. The UAE is supporting Israel against Hamas, and that's uh, and that's a good thing because they agree with the, the, with the with treaties that they did, and not listening to the communist anti-Semite Biden and and this and this so-called communist regime. Next, okay. Everybody knows that addiction is a problem. But addiction is not only physical, but psychological. It, addiction controls the mind, the brain, and allows people to see things that are not real. And they believe the people that are giving the addiction is the hero, as opposed to the people that want her, her or him to get healthy as the villain. That is the psychological damage. It can lead to physical damage, and when a woman who is hyper five and was 115 pounds at peak is now down to about 85 and 90 pounds with skin and bones showing and getting beat up every day by uh, Ernest Marie Davidson, aka Spanky, who's supplying the coke and the crack and everything, and we can prove it. Uh, that's the psychological and physical damage of an addict. What's happening to Jennifer Breitkopf should be an example to everyone how dangerous addiction is. It is time to get help. We gotta stop these bullies, these murderer bitches uh, called Ernestine Marie Davidson. We don't need no more Spanky Davidsons in the world. We need to save lives, the lives of Jennifer Breitkopf and hundreds of thousands of others that are being affected by Spanky Davidson's drug addiction, uh, drug uh, uh, sales and pushing and the fist uh, tomorrow uh, is a special TV show that we're doing it's called Cold Wind Talk coldwindtalk.com starring Darren Aquino and John Fratiangelo it's uh, Wednesday May 19th at 1pm to 2pm starring Ron Singler and Joe Golden yours truly no justice for the disabled, ready for the truth. Uh, we'll be talking about all kinds of problems uh, that's happening in Broward County and the country about uh, people with disabilities um, and how people are taking advantage of people with disabilities. And in Mr. Siegler's case, how the corruption and the Broward court corruption, as well as the corruption here in Broward County, is single out 
someone who has mental health problems and try and physical health problems and now running out of the clock till he dies because they want a lawsuit, among other things. I'm also going to be able to speak about how enablers and bullies use people's disabilities as an advantage to take advantage of and to push things like addiction on these people. We need to work on mental health issues in this county. We need to get rid of these enablers, the bullies, indoctrinators, recruiters. We need to put them in prison for the rest of their lives, and if they result in death, they need to go on death row. So this is very important. It's Wednesday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. The program's called Media Group Radio Program. It's on Radio Internet Network. TripleVibes.com. Uh, it's broadcast in 77 countries, 4.8 million listeners. This social media has to do with Facebook, Live, uh, me, YouTube Live, Triple Vibes app, etc. Um, it is hosted by Darren Aquino and John Patiangelo. The creator is Darren Aquino. Focus again is uh, topics interview with John Hayes. Skype call is at 1240. Special guests is Ron Siegel and Joe Golner. Uh, there'll be eight points, intros, a special guest intro, topic discussion intro, interview, uh, male, family, political values, inspiration, constitution of USA, and God we trust that salvation is strong by Ted Nugent, state of shock, uh, final wrap up, and uh, sign off and prayer. That's all gonna be done tomorrow Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m. on the Darren Aquino and John Patangelo Cohen Talk Show. It's going to be live. It's going to be fun. I'm asking all our podcast listeners to join in tomorrow. Okay, next, Proud Voice. The Proud Voice is on the Mike Essen radio show today. Uh, very proud of Eric Tatarek. Uh, Enrique Tatarek is a very great guy. He's doing a lot of things. He's from the beginning, pretty much. He's going to be at Freedom Corner on Saturday. I'm urging everyone to come into our mega rally on Saturday at Freedom Corner. That's Oakland Park Boulevard and Fellow Highway from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. And Sean, we will be there. We expect hundreds of people, and we need to do this. If you want to get more information on the Proud Boys, go to noblenees.net, and it's very important. Now, to sign off, before we sign off today, doing something in law enforcement, you have to do things because you can't show favoritism. Whether it's a crime committed or lives to be saved, you have to do it, and sometimes it hits home. And what I did this morning, hit home. Jennifer Brightcourt, I love that girl. She's everything to me. She's basically everything. She's my whole life uh, in a lot of ways. She's special. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I've seen what she can be and who she could be. But over the last four years, this beautiful angel of a person was being systematically destroyed by a monster, a killer that should never have been out in the street. This bitch, Ernestine Marie Davidson, AKA Spanky, killed a 19-year-old girlfriend, 
back in 2004, cold-blooded murder. Everyone in law enforcement knew she's guilty. She had no remorse. She couldn't give a shit about it. And once you find and dig deeper, she, you find out that she has a rap sheet miles around. This woman, as a teenager, was in trouble for racket, for assault and battery, robbery, muggings, gang-related drugs. You name it, she was involved. She has a record of domestic violence. She's a big-time drug dealer tied to the cartel. She, she is dangerous to everyone concerned, not to just Jennifer, but everyone. She's going to close, because of drug dealing out of McDonald's, we're going to have to be forced to close that McDonald's and Nova and Davy Road extension down if we don't stop it now. So there's a lot of things going on, and because the damage, the, the severe mental, physical damage is done to Jennifer, in order to save her life, I had to execute the warrants given by the judge to do it. And that's why, and that's hard, because as sheriff or any law enforcement, when it hits home, it's painful, but if you really be honest to yourself, and be honest to the neighborhood and the community. You have to do this because you're saving not just one life, but many lives. And that's what I did what I did. That's the type of sheriff you got coming to you here in Broward County, is to protect and serve the community no matter where it hits. Because I am the sheriff of all the people all the time and not just one. I want to thank you and God bless you and have a great day.